0: Good morning, continuing our series in Seyed Ishtalshalis, well, we're coming to the end of the 10 spheras. So last week I did Yusayid, and now I want to move to Malchus. But a few notes before I go into specifics. I'm reading the Geris HaKedus Simen which I was quoting in the last few classes, where the Rebbe, Alta Rebbe goes through the spheras the Midas, from Chesed through uh, Yoseid, And we quoted it, I cited it. So, just to give full context, and also some details that I didn't point out when we first learned it, is that even though it's true that the Alteleber, the Ksav is Nishim Choser, so we don't have a description of Hoyd separate from Netzach. It's only Netzach and Hoyd come together as the Kleis says, as the advisors, essentially, that um, that uh, use their discretion in how the hashpah, how the transmission should take place. But if you look further in the in the paytick, when he talks in the nimshal, how it comes down. Remember, all this was a muscle between a mashpiya and a kabbal. At the midis, chesed is the flow, is the is the is the is the midas aguilah. was the midem mutsas, that combines the both. Nessa and heid is how the actual hashpah is transmitted the fee according to the containers of the of the student or the child and then you saw this this of the Av and Benoi, that is completely connected to him it's not a superficial transmission it's completely dedicated and devoted and, um, and that's why it's much more possible that the student or the child will understand the idea so this is all in the motion then the Alter Rebbe continues, it's I think good to have the context, that he named his Elohim khinz chitsein yesheh b'nefesh. But take him to midas primis, shem khinz ava So he continues, he continues and goes back to chesed and gvura, or what he calls ava v'yira. Ta'aino al derech Mosel ba'ava mashpil le b'noi machmes avosei, u'minei ashbosei me'pachdei v'yirosei shalei yov alidei michshel. So al Tareb himself is adding some pieces to the Midas themselves, and I thought it's worthwhile just to review some of those details because it's in Tanya itself, and therefore quite yusadistic. So in other words, he's going back in the beginning of the Padek, or the beginning of the section where he starts with the Midas, he just talks about Chesel and Gvura as Hashpah, and Gvurah Tsimtzum. But then, once he's introduced the Mosheel of the Av and the Ben, or the rav and the mashpi and the, the makabul, the, the son, the father and the child. He's going back and saying that that is the penimias that drives the whole hashpa in the first place. In other words, netzachid yisaid is uh, is vital in the actual hashpah, as he put it at the bottom of uh, the, at the bottom of page kuf chabez aleph, where he said that b'shash is mamis tordikly yisaid during the Ashba itself, you need to have netzachid and yisaid for the hashpah itself. But remember, if there's no ava v'yirah in the beginning, in the first place, chesel and there's no hashpah altogether. So it doesn't start when that's what you say. It. it starts with ava v'yirah, what he calls, the Altarebbe calls, penimius, midis p- mides penimius. And, and what is it in the mashl? That ava mashpia due to his love, he's mashpia, And why does he Samson his hashpah? Also because of his concern, that le'yoveledemich shalchaz v'shalom. So, therefore, there's because if the is too strong, it could also spoil the child or spoil the, the, the student. Then he goes on and says, and This is from Chabad So, you see, the is covering now all the ten spheres, so obviously, it fits into our. Series here that we're talking about all the ten spheres because it's all driven by Chabad Shabbat Fi And he goes on to explain it with, in specific muscle again of Ashpa of a, of a Godl Okay, Okay, um, now, just going further, it? one second. Then he calls then continues with Rakal Derach so all this is speaking literally about human beings. He's talking about a father, a son, a a mekabel, and all the details. Not just in other words in how it is, but it's basically in the world of the nefesh abamis. So in other words, whatever we learned in the Mosul. Of how a father communicates and educates his child to Chesed, Vura, Teferes, Netzach, is also, also applies above. But there, the focus is completely Tashem. Ta so, in other words, now we're talking about how the Midas are, let's say, Natsilus. He doesn't say that specifically, but he said, So the in the word, so here it's interesting that the cheder in the mushal, it's the Ava of the father to the son. It's not the son to the father. Here he's talking about Naveda Sashem, that the Neshama has Ava and Yira and the Teferis and so on. So, therefore, it's due to the love that he wants to attach. Wants to, therefore, also, essentially, gvuda is the other side of of love. And when you love something, then also you don't love, you dislike, and you would punish. uh, And it doesn't necessarily mean physical punishment, but it means you would be more severe, din, to anything that's and also, Gvuda he says, So now he's touching the Svitas in the Vedas Hashem. Before, it was in Hashbah. And as we've been discussing in every class, i was been emphasizing, I was emphasizing that we have two things here. Or more than two. But one is in the way that Ebeshter creates the world. He uses these sviras or in general, the whole Siddhishtal Tashlus, And there's also an Naveda. it's how we connect to the E-bishtis through these Svidas. So now, this part of connection is now coming into play. Till now, the first part of the Geddes HaKadosh okay, was more how the Ashpa how the takes place. And you need everything from Chesed all the way to Yesod. We'll get to Malchus shortly. And now he's talking about the Aveda Hashem, so there's the Avas Hashem, there's a the Yiddah Hashem, or all the details in Gvuda, and then that goes to Teferis. So now we're talking about exalting godliness, which is the, the mid of tiferes, beauty, beautifying, and essentially not just love and uh, awe, love and reverence, but the fire. Like we say in Pesukah deZimra, especially in Bchal and davening, when we mishaber the eibers to all this, all the all the midas shvachim. Why we mishaber the eibers? God doesn't need our uh, compliments or our um, flattery. So Chassidus explains, like he says here, because that's the way we connect. We're bringing Begili, the Milas of Elakuz, the Midas of the Eberstah, into our lives. Just like when we say, you should have a mezuzah noah or a noah. No. Why, why does it have to be beautiful? The Eberstah needs it to be beautiful. Because in our world, beauty signifies something that is special. Like the Rambam says, the end of Hilchis uh, T'more, is it, I think, that more mitzvahs have to be done the most beautiful way possible. Because it shows that it's a priority. It's not just a you do it, uh, you do it ex- externally. It means you, be, you beautify things that you hold precious. So the best way to show that God is precious in your life is being Mishabeach, saying that He has this quality and that quality. So He says, Okay. Then comes Nesach. The Khain Lamid bin Sakh and Negad call So earlier he spoke about in Hashpah that the father will do whatever is possible in Assaechlamid negad call me nehashpah, valimid mebnoi, me In other the ashpa, if there's anything that's an obstacle, the mashpi, or in this case the father will Overcome the obstacle. In other words, he won't retreat. He'll take on the challenge. And Avedas Hashem is the same idea, it's literally the same Lashon. That's, okay. that's, that's Netzach. So, you see, he's spelling out Netzach, again in Matla Hashem, which means that we not just have Ava, Yira, and Teferis, Chesed, Teferis, but also when there's an obstacle, Netzach comes into play to stand up against any challenge, and that explains the wars that Dovida, Melach Fought, and so on. What about your So, here, Itachitach, and not in the language of Kleis, so I neglected to mention it, but the truth is from this you can now go back and derive what Hoyd means in hashpa as well. So what does he say? He says like this. So now it's a bitl, basically. So Hoyd here is bitl. The bitl of the was lay the the bitl because we sense and feel that we're completely berech. Everything's botlumidsias, sukuli kamei, everything is nullified in the presence of God. ve'efes Vismamash. So what's the middle that it evokes when you feel that? Hayd, Haydah, as we discussed. So though he didn't mention hayda in the muscle, because as I said, yad Nirshem maybe you could say, maybe that the the in the Kabbal needs a bitl too. The bitl that he p- applies instead of focusing on himself and his learning to apply himself to go down to the student. So even though your sod is the iskashos, but it can be the bitl. It's possible. It's not mamish, the same thing, but uh, at least we have now the language of Haida in regard to Avedus Hashem. Okay. And he continues on. mamish we don't understand it, because obviously that's why we're Sha We're completely distant. nevertheless, afa became. So we made it. So the H'eda, as I discussed when we learned about Haid, when we discussed hoyd, like we like Rajbi, it's about complete Haida acknowledging something. Even if you don't understand it, you stand bottled, you stand nullified, or you suspend yourself in the presence of that. Another aspect of hoyd, he says, meaning also in hoyd is included. is Tevis, is teva So in addition, it's also expressing gratitude, basically. Like we say, Majdani. So that's also part of Haida. So there we go, that's how spelled out pretty much here in a now he goes to Yisoyed. V'chein b'midah t'sadik Yisoyed e'lo. Li'as <laughs> nafshi k'shura b'Hashem. So remember, Yisoyed is Yisqashos, as we learned as we discussed last week. Yisqashos, the connection between Hashpiyah and Meqabal. So what's in Avedah? In Avedah, it's um, the the nafshi k'shura b'Hashem, k'shura. Chaya hachaim u'ladof g'boi bedveika v'chaseika v'cheishik v'tayinu g'nifla especially with Tainu Gnifla. So there you have the, all the six Midas Chesed through, through Yisod in Avedis HaShem, all corresponding literally to the steps as he explained them in Midas Odom in the Ashbah earlier. So with that, I wanted to just, I think it's a great way of summing up all the Midas, but now we have to move to Malchus. Now it's interesting, in the Mushal the Alter Rebbe didn't bring Malchus. He stopped by Yesod, that was the last thing we learned, yeah. Then he moved from Chetanias Hamidus to Premius Hamidus back to Avi and now he does start with goes to Malchus, but Malchus now Hashem. So let's read inside the Agudas and then I'll do an, a bigger overview of Malchus. But I think since we're all learning in the Agudas already, might as well use this flow because it's a, it's all in one context. Of course, Malchus is a lot more to it than just what Al Alter Rebbe says here, but this is a good beginning. So he says like this now, u malchus. So we said, like this, just the hem shekhalosh. So v'chein sadi that we apply this mida of yuseid, of yiskashrus. V'chein, I'm sorry, u malchus. And now, the final thing is the mida of malchus. What is malchus? L'kabbal alav el malchusei v'avedosei k'avedas kol eved la'denei be'emo be'yirah, be'emo So he's touching his malchus like this. We know kabbalasei malchus To accept upon ourselves the yoke of malchusei, God's kingship, leadership. V'avedosei and aveda of the person. What does it mean to accept malchus? How does it spell out Naveda? So there's the Kabbalos HaMalchus. And then there's the like a servant to his master that he serves. bi bi'yirah. With fe'emo and So, so right, so let's just stop for a moment. and look and analyze this. So in addition to what he said already about e'emo and before about gvura is also e'emo vi'yirah. I think he used that Loshan even. There he said, pachad Hashem yira Not e'emo, but but the same techen. But clearly here we're talking about in the context of Kabbalah's malchus. There you could say it's Avedis Hashem, but you don't have this element of Kabbalah's malchus which is a far deeper and Which makes sense because it also followed hoyd and Yesod. And hoyd was Heidah and bitul, and Yesod was Yiskash. So now malchus is like the final step of a complete dedication. Like an evetan odem be'imah so that's the way the Alter Rebbe teaches malchus here. Now you can speculate why the Alter Rebbe didn't say similarly in the Mashpiya Mekabel. But Pashto's the reason is because there, what do you, where's the Mashpiya? There's no Indian of malchus really. There's only malchus of the Mekabel. The Mekabel is Mekabel. That's what malchus is. It's a makabal. so That's Mekabel. Malchus is baruch. And and the, and the, the concept of Ashpor, What would be, the Av? What kind of malchus would the Av have when he's communicating with his son? But this you could say that but perhaps you can explore a deeper but i'm not going to go into that right now because I'm, i've never seen an explanation on that but but after only brings malchus again in avedis Hashem. now just as he brought earlier that all these midas all these six midas now seven midas i should say with malchus are what did he say before that it's all is so just as it was earlier in Avedis, in um, what he called Lamato, same as in Olakis in Avedah is also Chabad comes and that's what really the next section. So just, just for to complete the union, let just I'll read a little a little more. And what's the source and the root of all the midus? The same lashon used again earlier and he goes to chabad, similar to what it says in Pei Gimel and Tanya. And then Bina is the erech verech of binasei, and dover dover, Tell the So clearly, he's spelling out here that the uh, Ovedis Hashem of these midas are an outgrowth, offspring essentially, from the Mechin chochma and bina. I don't think he refers to das here, but it's interesting, just for the record, that this, in a way, f- fills in some of the things that al Rebbe did not state in Pei Gimel. If you read Pei Gimel in Tanya, he talks about chochma and bina, and then he talks about chesed and gvura and teferis, he mentions, I believe, at least chesed and gvura, and then uh, he talks about das. And there he says, midis v'chol anfehoh, and all its branches. So in a sense, the Gerasik Eder's Testament comes and tells us what those branches are. Netzecheid, and, and then ultimately Malchus. So in many ways, the, the teichen of Pei Gimel is said here, but also with the addition of the other midis. So if you ever want to have the whole complete picture, this like complements part of Pei Gimel. Okay, and there too, it's about the Nefesh the Nefesh the keiches of the Nefesh and so on. So here goes this bonus. So it's a typical of A massive passage. She She begins malchus. Okay. So here again, he says that, in other words, not just causing yire law, which is like more vuda. I was explaining the difference between vuda and malchus. Malchus is yire tata. The yes begins gedulah. Hashem shemina by yire law. Yire is beishus. But pascha is the difference between vuda and malchus. Okay, let me see. And then yes, he does bring das. Okay, I correct myself. But Kulan Ben Akshuda Ba'Soga. I can explain the Skashus of Das is the Skashus in Seichel. His Skashus of Yesod is the Skashus in Midas. So they're not the same level. They both in Kavim. Sorry, as I explained last week. But Das is the Skashus, like he explains in Peidik uh, Gimel, the end of Peidik Gimel of Tanya. Um, okay so he says like this. Okay, you need to have the das, so that is nailed that causes... b uh blush and das, is right? I'm just looking until the end and seeing if there's anything more. Okay, he talks about dasali and das tachen, but then at the end he says that the paschal amad v'yove emek amusli they have one barchove sabir that the das is mechaber chochm and and then he says k'moshis bayabim kameh, which paschas means peyde gimel and tanya. That's the end of peyde simon tazvov in the geta Okay, so with that said. We have now the context of Malchus within the Hagiris HaKadosh. So I wanna go a little deeper into Malchus, meaning more details of it. Because any one of you have learned Maimodich this, you know Malchus plays a role in so many Maimodim. And there's so many different details in it that can get confusing. Some details don't seem to connect to each other. So I'll try to make a little say in what Malchus is. Um, and I'll begin with, i get like, a okay, sarcasm left off, so to speak. And that is, so we learned that it's Kabbalist Malchus. Word, very word Malchus means kingship, which is, a, in a way, a little strange when you think of it in, in Kreyches HaNefesh, in Midas Adam, because Chesed, Gvurit Teferes, and Etzach ed, said, as we learned, is clearly a mida, an emotion. What is Malchus? What is the mida of a Malchus? Malchus seems more of a state, a state of Malchus, of a kingship. And we, we, we crown God as a king. What is the middle in it? And, and who is Malchus referring to? Is it referring to melech, Malcham Is it referring to us? Because Chesed is not referring. Even though in the Chesed Atzilus is Chazdei and Gvudosay. So therefore, Malchus is also Malchus of the Ebeshter. But in Hashem, Malchus Shemayim, is we're accepting God's Malchus. So it's not a Malchus within us. Chesed vore teferes netzer ched said Al-Tareb explained what it is in a person, especially in the context of Hashpah. But what's Malchus in, uh, in, in, in human life? So that's one thing that we need to address. In addition, well, you know what, let me address that before I go to anything else. So. When I was uh, preparing the book, I did on it's called the Spiritual Guide to Counting the Omer, so which was a result of people asking me what is the difference between you know every day of this 20, 49 days we say Chesed Shabbes Chesed, Chesed, the Chesed, and then week two Chesed Shabbes Gvurah, all the way to Malchus Malchus. So a few of them we know from learning chesedis but most of the forty nine are completely uh, cryptic. So what I did was, I started uh, researching it and asking around. And I found a lot of chsidus. I can't say I found every one of the 49, but enough to be able to extrapolate and come up with a model. So I did a lot of research on how chsidus are used in Avedis Hashem and different maimorim. And to be very honest, there's four or five ways at least that you can explain it. I would say even more. But I found those, and I couldn't do a book on all four or five. So I chose one shitta, so to speak. But I was looking for these, like this question, what is Malchus in Bidur? Remember, in the Svirah Malchus is part of Bidur HaMidus. Like when you Mevara Chesed, you look at your Chesed, your, your state of how you love, how you give, whether it's Ben Odom L'Chaveireh, Ben Odom Mokim, Same thing with Gvura, but what is Malchus? What's Malchus in aveda? So to say suddenly we jump from Midas HaOdom, Ben Odom L'Chaveireh, what's Malchus Ben Odom L'Chaveireh? is So I looked, at, I was looking, and I found in a maimor from the Alter Rebbe, and then I saw in many other maimorim. You don't always notice it, but the Alter Rebbe teaches malchus midas malchus midas hareimimus. That's the word midis hareimimus. Now, of course, it seems obvious because malchus is an element of remamus. The king is a merishikme a He's merumum. And he's above, exalted, higher than the people. That's why we honor a king to the point of melech. Why? Because a king is in a higher status. A is the reason. It's not because he's a greater person, but because he has more bitl. The Tzema Tzadik explains in Mitzvah minim Melech. That is the bitl of the melech. That's why David is malchus. His malchus is bitl, which we'll talk about more soon. So malchus is bitl because he's bottle. To, that's why he's a melech. So therefore, we make a brocha when you see a melech. Not because of him, because he's a channel essentially. That's a dugma. Ma'chusa arak, machusadakia. So Amalchus is the Abish was Midis Amalchus Melech. There's a sefer, a small kuntus Mitler Rebbe called Bad Kedish, where he actually wrote it in context of his arrest, and they were challenging whether he was an uh, whether he was a opponent of the Tsar. So he wrote a whole quintus, which was a letter actually to the ministers, a the midas malchus. Look how great midas malchus is, and he talks about some of these inyanim uh, in bad Kedesh on a much deeper chsidus level. But they translated, I think, afterwards into Russian for the for the for the Russian uh, government. So bottom line is that malchus is a essentially a melech Lamata, has elements of a melech Lamayla, and interestingly, even a melech Russia. You make a bracha even on a rasha, that's the din. Because the fact that he has power means that their Abishtha the allows him to have power. I is a rasha, that's another discussion. But the fact is, his leadership or his ability to control is coming from a higher place, even if it's in Klipa. Just like you have Bilam, that's an alumazah of Meshach, so you have pareid alumazah of also Meshach. So you have melech a melech, that can be a melech of Klippa too. But Rigaleon Malchus is lemus, so it's an exalted state. But what is that midis ha'adam? So basically, it comes down to the way I translate it at least, and I, 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 I stand by it, is I use the word dignity. Every person in midis needs to have dignity. A certain sense of majesty. That each of us, like the Gemara says, that idunar, b'nei melochim heim, sometimes says melachim heim. And mamlechus ke'inim great kaddish. So what do we mean when we call A id. A person of melech it doesn't mean we're actually a king. We don't have the dine melech. There's no hachtaras hamelech, and there's no kovid hamelech the same way. But there's an essential kovid that every person deserves because they were created b'shelam elokim. And in midas adam, you have to feel dignified. You have to feel special, not arrogant, but special. So you could have chesed gvorit teferes netsachay di even if there's such a thing in the, in, by human beings, shleimus. But beautiful chesed, beautiful gvurah, teferis netzach heidi but if you don't feel self-confidence, and self-esteem, and a sense of that you are machuzdik, that you're special, that Abish to put you here, and you're like a king or a queen, like we say, kfud the bas melech regarding a woman, or by a man in of a melech, then there's a fundamental piece missing, the adam. I'm not even talking about the now. So each of us needs a midah called Malchus. And that's what the conclusion of all the seven midahs is, is, that the final midah is Malchus. And I'm talking now specifically in the gathering of a midah. I'm not talking now in the way the has used Malchus to create. We'll talk about other elements of Malchus, but I wanted to speak about it first as a midah. And that's the Birur on Sviraseimer. What's the week of Malchus? The week of Malchus, the last week before Mount and is working on where do you stand in that regard. In the words that the Rebbe uses often in that a person has to have an element of, sense of self, not to be a skupa ha which means a doormat. So hoid we spoke about is bitl. Malchus also has an element of bitl, but the key thing is bitl does not mean worthlessness. Does not mean devaluation. It doesn't mean you're a shmata. You know, how many people have told me that when I you know, bring up the word bitl, such as you say this, word important word in I have people that tell me today, yeshiva bachim, and girls and, and, and adults, they say, please don't use the word bitl anymore when I'm around. I said, why? Because bitl was always used to beat us up. We were in yeshiva, they say, you're a shvans, you're a shmok, or whatever, I don't want to use these words. I'd rather use them. Or stronger words. You're nobody, basically. Say In other words, it was used to be mevatel people. And make people feel worthless. Which, of course, is the exact opposite of what healthy bittl is. That's not bittl. That's, that's actually abuse. So bittl can be used in an abusive way. And I just want to state it for the record. We're talking bittl here. One that strengthens you. Not a bittl that demoralizes you. That idea... Now, you'll say, what about what it says in Tanya be a and so on that a person should yell at his nefesh habamis. So, first of all, that's yelling at yourself, not yelling at another person. It doesn't say in Tanya you should go around and tell people they're nobodies. You know. Secondly, even in Tanya, that's not the first Pedic in Pedic aleph in Tanya. After he speaks about Aveda on many levels that we have a chelik alekam and mal mamish and all the milas that a person has. So then there's a Pedic that talks about another etza, how to deal with the nefesh habamis is going wild and sometimes you have to tame your animal. So there's context to it. It's not just, that's not, someone just takes that pay to contain and says that's my whole Aveda, is to call myself uh, worthless, or that I'm, I'm, I'm obnoxious, or this. There's a time for everything. Especially with Derek we know, HaChassidus, in contrast to Musr is not about Shiflis uh, Odom. That doesn't mean we don't accept Shiflis Odom. Of course we do, it's part of Teireh, is to know Shiflis Odom. But the emphasis is on Gadlus HaKael, Rimus HaKael. Well, going back to a person, you focus more on the greatness of your neshama rather than the worthlessness of your, nefesh, of your, of your animal soul, your nefesh abamis. So malchus essentially is, the, is infusing in us that sense of dignity, of malchus dikait, and that is what every person deserves and, and has. So when you use the, mid, uh, the other midas and a person, the mvatla person, and the Rebbe would bring, uh, the rabbi brings in many sikhs, he brings the, the, the balance. He says, even a even a person who's completely bottled, needs shminis shebe shminis. Because you're not a shmat. There's no such thing as being worthless. He, he bottled nafshikafalakayotiyah by all means. But even that, nafshikafalakayotiyah does not mean um, shiflus. It means anova. The difference between an- anova and a shuffle, this explains, is that a shuffle doesn't think he has any qualities. He deludes himself, I, I'm, a, I'm nobody, I'm worthless, I don't deserve to be loved, I'm damaged goods, or whatever a person uses the words. Anov, he knows all his mylas. Moshe ya onov. Moshe knew his milas. Moshe was not in any way a pushover, but on says, these qualities and mylas that I have came from the Eberstein. I'm not self-made man. And if someone else had these mylas, as the Altarebbe explains, then that posuk, someone else has these ma'ilas, they would do better than I. So that's a whole different story. It means you don't say ke'chi ve'etzim yodah, yodah s'achai la'zel. The Ebershta gave you these ke'iches. But it's not deluding yourself that you don't have the ke'iches. Because if you don't have them, you're not going to have the takeif that you need. A person by yigba you also need to have a certain takeif. If a person was a complete bottle shmata, we wouldn't have the takeif to go out and fight the battles that we need to fight in this world. I don't mean battles begashmes, I mean ruch battles. Whether it's in Ashlichus or uh, the challenges that we all face, I mean, before we talked about Midas Hanetzach, that is also an outgrowth of that. So Malchus is, on one hand, complete bittel but on the other hand, it's complete takeif also. So how do you reconcile these two facts? Because the if you're if you're in a state of, you see people who are very intense and takeif, their bittel not, not always as, as as powerful. So that's why Malchus has this paradox which we're going to talk about more, I don't know if I'll cover it all today, but I'll, at least I'll begin. The paradox that we're all familiar with, and that is what the Zoya says. On one hand, Malchus says, less law, has nothing of its own. That's what, less law, mirgarmo, has nothing of its own, mirgarmo, of its own. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have anything, it just means it doesn't come from itself, it's coming from a higher place. So of course that's used under ex- the Levone. The Lavorne doesn't have any light of its own. If there was no sun, there'd be no, this, the moon would not have any light at all. So the Lovonah is mekabel and reflects the light of the sun. Leslem Megarmok on its own, but it's Mamshich and reflects the light in the language of Chesidus. Malchus has no gile of its own, but it receives the gile from Zohar, which is the comparison to Shemesh, to the, to the sun. So Malchus is like the Lavona and Mazah, which is the six higher Midas, is like um, the Shemesh. So the Zah is a Mashpia, and Malchus is a Makabul. Again, this deserves more, and I'm gonna talk about it some more, but just wanted to put it into this context. So just to sum up, so the Midah of Malchus is the Midah of Remumus, of a sense of that you are special, that you're unique. When healthy parents give birth to a new child, and they look at the child with love, and they nurture the child, and they cherish the child. Even without words, they're conveying malchustigkeit to the child, that you're special. And don't ever underestimate the power of that. Today's psychology, even secular psychology, is beginning to appreciate this fact. Something we, Taylor, always stated, that it's always that the younger the child, the more impressionable, and the more effective the child will be shaped by I can show you books in psychology, Havel, Goyesh, secular psychology, just, uh, what's today, around 70 years ago, 60 years ago, where they write a child is deaf, blind, and mute. Not physically. A child does not, not, doesn't experience anything. Its experiences only begin earlier and later in life. There are even books that talk about that a child is really like an untamed animal. and You have to train the animal. Today, obviously, that, all that has been rejected with the whole new studies and understanding of children, that a child is affected not only well, right upon birth, even in pregnancy. You have the Sicha of the Rebbe, the famous Sicha about it surrounding children with shiramaylus, And more than that, even during pregnancy, how a mother should be careful what she does, what she experiences, because it affects her child. And if you think about it, it's common sense. If you put a seed in the ground, if you do anything to that seed, even though it didn't even sprout yet, it didn't even become a sapling, let alone a tree. You could think, what's the big thing? It's a seed. Make a little scratch of the seed, or do something to the seed. When the tree will grow, it'll have a big, a big scar. Another, or it won't even grow, you may even destroy it. Why? Because the smaller it is, the more concentrated it is, and therefore every little impact it has is going to be magnified when it grows older. Now again, this seems total common sense. It wasn't that understood that way by child psychologists years ago. Whatever reason, because they didn't understand maybe the way it works. In Torah, it was always that way. That's why it's so, even that's why when a husband and wife come together, the gedusha of Sivug, why is that so important? Now the explains again in Patek, the end of pedic Why, because everything matters. It's not like it begins, oh, you get an adult, that's when things start happening. Now everything starts when you're the younger you are. The Rebbe has a muscle in one of those letters, I think. He had a letter um, of like that uh, child is like a, a warm ball of wax. Wax. When it's soft, every impression you make in it, um, as the wax hardens into an adult, those impressions will never go away. So if they're positive impressions, they stay forever with us. And if they're negative ones like a scar, they also stay with us. And it's very, very hard to take a hard ball of wax and melt it again and and, and fix it. It could be done. There's the concept of tshuva, the concept of aveda. But imagine how much easier it is when you're doing it when you're young. That's why teaching chinuch of a child, the youngest of age, is more impactful than anything else you'll ever do. Because you're shaping the future of this person. So going back to Malchus, going back to what I was discussing, so when parents treat their child with such love and such respect, and obviously the, the opposite of, doing the opposite of invalidating or abusing or criticizing or judgmentalism. And I can talk to you from hard-earned experience. Not that my parents did that. My parents, thank God, were relatively uh, functional. But, um, but I see it all the time. I see how many people today, even in the most frumaxidish communities, don't have a sense of self-respect because they were disrespected. And as a child, you're defenseless, you're vulnerable. Like I said, warm wax. You have no way to protect yourself. So if you have parents that are very critical, very judgmental, even, even from kite, this has tremendous effect on a child as the child grows older. This doesn't mean we can't work on it, but it, it makes it harder, that's for sure. Since you're all killing the light and just bringing children to the world, I see the Mazeltovs on the group. Um, so you all are now in that stage where you're going to be shaping lives. Take it seriously. I'm, I'm applying Malchus now to, to a personal life. Because you, you have in your hands control. Why the Eberstein did it that way is another Shaila, but he gave us control over our children. Um, at least in the younger years. At some point you'll realize that uh, you don't have much control. But, um, um, and what, what is the control over to be a person who nurtures the malchus of your child. So we know about chesed, teaching a child chesed, and gvuret, teferes, netzached yaseed. And I'm not minimizing the importance of those, but to give your child a sense of midas haremimus, that mo'idani lefanecha, shachzateh mo'idani lefanecha melechai v'kayim, shachzateh bin nishmosi, nishmos shamashen nesateh bitaheirehi, things we say every morning with our children. What are you saying, essentially? You're saying that God gave you a neshama, and this neshama is teheidehi. No matter what, it's teheidehi. That means it comes from a very high level, and it's, you are malchuzdik. The Rebbe says, I think, in a sikh, when you say, melechai v'kayim, even though we're referring to the Ebeshtet, but we'll be the malchus of the Ebeshtet into us, because the Ebersted gave us a neshama, and neshama is a chile keleka and mal mamish. What more special quality than that? And the goal here is not to teach children to be, God forbid, arrogant, on the contrary, it goes hand-in-hand hand with bitl. Like I said, this Malchus dikai, this Reimumus, comes hand-in-hand hand with Bitel. It's because we're bottled to the Ebers, that's what makes us so special. So you're special, like I said before, about an honor of with Moshe, not because you're special. Because Abish gave you, gave, gave you life. The Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, in Perek Lamed Beiz, the Rebbe's Medayik, so the, the, in the word the, what does he say? By the Mishnah. Havim uh, hamidav shal'an, ayva What's briyas? That even if you don't see any other maila in the person, which is not so possible, probably not possible even, but even if you don't, there's still briyas of the e-bishti. still a briyah, the abish to Like the Maimach in the Gemara, where he said, was, I forgot, he said, look how ugly you are. And he said, He reminded the Tana, or the Ameda, he said to him, go to the Uman, the craftsman who created me. What do, you mean, like, what do you mean I'm ugly? The Ebership created me. So even if a person doesn't have chitzini's qualities that we see, the fact that there's a briyavot, that alone deserves respect and dignity. When the malochim were singing shirah, when the, when, when, the, when the Mitzrayim were drowning, and they were drowning for good reason. They were pursuing the Jews. They were Nazis. They were Roshayim, Mamish. And even when the Jews left Mitzrayim, they were still pursuing them. So you think they finally deserve what they, what they got. And the malachim are singing Shira, Eberstah says, you're singing shirah. My creatures, my handiwork is, is drowning in the sea. You're singing Shira. Even the mitzirim. So the lesson is that every human being, that's why the halacha is, that even when they rahman hang a criminal who deserved capital punishment, you're supposed to take them down. You can't leave them overnight because it's at Salam Alekim. Can you imagine? You're talking about someone you just hung. So, so he'll be uh, one, one night hanging. So it'll be a little humiliation. Is hanging not a, a, a punishment? And still, you always honored the Salam al So Malchus has many, many implications in that context. We'll talk about much more about it in the next shira. I'm going to go into more into the details of Malchus. I'll stop here. And everyone have a good Malchus Dikaday. And week as well.